Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Let's talk a little bit about your pocketbook because uh, when it comes uh, to trade wars, which we are in, everyone gets hurt. And we are starting to see the effects of tariffs that uh, come into effect and are in effect now in Canada since, I guess, June 1st. And um, as if Trump's, I guess, spat with Canada wasn't bad enough, now China is going to be preparing very steep tariffs on tens of billions of dollars on Chinese goods. And that could hit as early as Friday, which means, you know, China's going to hit back. Uh, it'll go back and forth. But the only, you know, while it creates a lot of uncertainty out in the economy and in the world, it creates one very certain thing. You're going to pay the price. We are all going to pay the price. Let's bring in Rabina Ahmed Haq. She's our global news radio personal finance expert. Um, what are you hearing, Rubina? Because, um, you know, experts have been saying we'll start to feel these in, in the next couple of weeks. But you say already we're getting the reports that prices are moving. Well, we're not going to see it immediate because we know that businesses have hedged their bets. And in many cases, if they use products that do come in from the United States or if they send stuff to Canada, uh, to the United States rather from Canada, um, they've already got that price fixed for at least the medium term. But yes, over time, things that are produced in the United States, be it jam or a car or a musical instrument, um, if there's going to be tariffs that are continuing to be piled on, those things will get more expensive and we'll start paying for more. And the thing that kind of concerns me even more is we might start seeing less and less things on the shelves because we've become so used to seeing all different types of international products on our shelves. That's Mm -hmm. what globalization does, right? Mm -hmm. You walk into a grocery store and they call it the international section for whatever reason, but I mean, we're from all over the world, but you go into this section and it's like, you can buy stuff that, you know, people enjoyed when they were in a country 5,000 kilometers away or across the world or wherever. And that's the beauty of globalization. So if it gets more expensive for places like China or India or the European Union, to send products to the United States, which is the biggest consumer of stuff in the world, then we might get a hit because it will be too expensive for them for them to send it to us too because they're not making as much money off the U.S. economy anymore. Sure. Let, let me be the devil's advocate and, and see one silver lining uh, because I'm not a protectionist. I, I do like trade. Uh, but the one benefit, especially at this time of year, could be to our local farmers because if ever there were a time when you should buy local, which I always in the summer when we get our fruits and vegetables, I promote local, local, local. Um, So there is an opportunity then for Canadians maybe uh, to get product to market that they wouldn't necessarily have an opportunity to do so competing against other products that are cheaper. I I think I'm with you 100%. I think that this year, this is just, 
you know, the feeling that I have, there's not based on any actual evidence, is that we are going to see an overwhelming response at farmers markets because they're all over the city. They're all over the country. They're open every day of the week. You can find a farmers market somewhere in the city. And so farmers are going to benefit from this. The problem is Mm -hmm. when the winter rolls around and also, you know, we don't get things like oranges and pineapples and mangoes. They come from other parts of the, the world. Yes, we may be able to buy some stuff still from Mexico, but how is it going to get here? Are they going to pay tariffs at the yeah. border when they, I don't know how that system works now because before it was free trade and we could just bring stuff from Mexico um, and not have to pay any tariffs on it. Uh, so so yes. let me stop you there then, uh, Rubina, because what happens to big, big, big box office stores, let's say like Costco, where they buy completely on mass and, and you get the, you reap the rewards of lower prices because they tend to buy outside of Canada and you, you know, you get the cheaper prices because you buy in bulk. Are they going to see products uh, disappearing off the shelf? They're going to see product prices go up. So they'll have Again. to pay more for those products. <clears throat> yeah. And the thing is, you know, this is something that I have for a long time thought about. When I go into a store like Old Navy mm. and I buy a pair of jeans for $10, it really makes me wonder how much did you pay the person who made those jeans and paid the person who brought those jeans over from another country? Um, that is my biggest concern is, you know, how are we actually getting these products so cheap and that we're able to consume them at such a, you know, we can go and get a whole outfit at some of these stores for a couple of hundred dollars. You can, you know, buy a whole wardrobe. Those products, you know, Americans, it's even cheaper there. Americans are so used to their cheap stuff. That is not going to be a reality for them anymore. So when the average consumer starts saying, hey, I don't want to pay more for this stuff that I've been paying so little mm-hmm. for for so many years. That is when, you know, the Trump administration will have to react and say, maybe we've made a mistake. I don't really know where he's coming from. It seems like it's all us against him. It doesn't really feel like anybody is on board with uh, tightening up trade and protectionist ideas, uh, regardless of where you live in the world, whether it, you know, Canada, we do have it worse because of geography. Sure. But even a place like China that sells all over the world doesn't believe that this is the, r- the right idea. They can still make a lot of money selling to other countries, but they still don't believe this is the right move. How quickly do you think then uh, will we see trade um, negotiations kicking up between countries outside of the United States? I mean, look, uh, no question Justin Trudeau had a disastrous India trip. Uh, relations were in the gutter. However, when you get a nice little trade war going with the uh, world's most powerful country, it tends to... Um, you know, create friendships and relationships, and this would be a fine time to get a, a good trade deal with India and start moving our product that way. I think you're right. And, uh, you know, the fact that Donald Trump moves so quickly on his decisions has kind of put fire underneath everybody else. We have to move quickly because he's moving so yeah. quickly. And unfortunately, he is the leader of the biggest economy in the world. And we need to react. It's not something that we can ignore and just hope that it goes away. It does affect all of us. There's a great site, Alex, if you do want to shop Canadian called Food Day Canada. They celebrate the fact that there's a day in August where we all try to buy Canadian products. But at a time like this, it's become even more popular. And if you go to fooddaycanada.ca and click on, uh, I believe it says Shop Canadian, it gives you reams and reams of stuff that you can buy from fruits and vegetables to, 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 uh, to everyday things that you use in your home, like appliances and cars and wine that you can buy that support the Canadian economy. Mm-hmm. It also helps you understand when you are reading labels, uh, what does it mean when it says made in Canada, uh, sorry, uh, uh, from 
Mexico, but produced in Canada? Like, what do, do those things mean? And how do you find a product that is truly Canadian? Uh, what kind of messaging are you looking for on, on the product? Yeah. And then, and then there's the other little issue called inflation, which, uh, you know, the Bank of Canada in the next month or so is, is set to make an announcement. And we knew that inflation was going to go up. Uh, what are you seeing? Well, this is, there's two or three problems going on right now. The United States is raising rates, which they did today again, and they have said they're going to raise rates two more times. Now, historically, when they raise rates, uh, the Bank of Canada raises rates as well to stay in step with what they are doing. We haven't been doing that for the last few years. And we do want to keep inflation in check. We don't want it to spiral out of control. If money is cheap, people go out there and spend more and more and more on those same things, and inflation continues to go up, and that can make things very difficult to try to cool inflation down. Do you spike rates up like we saw in the early 1980s all of a sudden to get people to stop uh, spending unnecessary amounts of money? Um, So yes, that is an issue. And then the second issue is how can the Bank of Canada raise interest rates when our relationship with our biggest trading partner is so much in flux? And in fact, people are saying, forecasters, economists are saying that this is the worst uh, time for our relationship in 70 years. We've yeah. not, haven't, most of us who are alive today have never seen this kind of behavior between Canada and the United States. So the Bank of Canada, the announcement I believe is in July. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if they raise rates. And then I'm more interested in the messaging they give after as to why they did or didn't raise rates um, and what they say about NAFTA negotiations, tariffs, um, you know, Canadian economy is doing well. Unemployment is at a you know decades low. All, for all those reasons, we should raise rates. But how can we do it when so much is internationally in flux. is that, is is out of in flux? And then factor in, um, we have a federal government that has ballooned deficits at least quadrupled or tripled uh, of what they said that they would spend. You know, are we in a position in Canada? Do we have any deficit spending left? You know, for when when we actually get the rainy day. I mean, this is, I think, what people were worried about is that we've done all this deficit spending to prop up an economy that was actually buzzing along quite nicely. And and now, like, have we bled our resources, our, our reserves dry? Um, I don't know if we bled our reserves dry, but I think that there has been good reason for some, would say, to have deficits. I mean, the economy is doing well. The problem is, is that they're really banking on the fact that the economy will continue to do well for the next five, six, seven, eight, maybe ten years. And that we know is not the case. There is going <laughs> and to then that program. nasty little trade war popped yeah, up, you know, because crap know, happens. That's the know, thing. Crap happens. We, Exactly. And we, you know, we're due for a recession. It's been 10 years since our last one. I know that 2008, 2009 seems like it was only yesterday, especially to me. But, um, you know, we, that's what happens. The economy, there's cycles in economies. We do really well, then there's a recession, then there's a recovery, and then we peak again. And that's just the way the economy goes. Um, are we ready for that? If, you know, just think of your own household spending. If you're in a lot of debt and then you lose your job, what does that do? That really yeah. puts you in a, you know, you start selling things like your stuff or doing things maybe that you don't want to do to make money. I don't know. No, but I think I think the advice. Yeah, but I think I think it's fair to say, you know, it's time to just rein it in for a while. You know, maybe don't do the VIP service. Don't be uh, going out for dinner three nights a week. Maybe just kind of skim back just a little bit. Justin Trudeau, you're speaking. I'm just I'm speaking generally because I think people are kind of, you know, we know that Canadians carry a huge amount of personal debt. And, um, you know, the warning signs are are here. And so now it's, uh, I guess people should just maybe rein it in. 
I mean, I've been saying that for decades, yeah. I mean, for, for, for years, right? For the last decade, um, interest rates have been at rock bottom. People continue to borrow. Housing prices have skyrocketed, especially in a city like Toronto. I mean, you can't get anything now for yeah. less than a million dollars. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Uh, if you think back to just uh, five, six years ago where housing prices were at, and people have borrowed more and more to get into these dream homes. And the problem is, is that they've borrowed money to buy that home, but then they've borrowed money to buy that car, mm-hmm. to renovate. Mm-hmm. Oh, I need a holiday. I'm so stressed out. My kids need to be in all these programs because they're not being stimulated. So it's that pile on stuff that really gets you into trouble because you do the math based on, I can afford this mortgage, but can you afford the rest of your life? That's what people don't um, calculate. And then when they get into a situation where they've got all this stuff going on and anything goes wrong, you lose your job, someone gets sick, you know, anything, um, all of a sudden you don't know what to do. You got nowhere to go. You you're screwed. Yeah. I can say it. you're screwed. Yeah, right. big time. I uh, I have to end it there, but we will keep in touch and see what happens over the next coming weeks. It'll be interesting. I'm sure we'll be speaking again soon. If by interesting you mean scary, then yes, you're right. Yes. Rabina, thank you. Thank you. Rabina Ahmed Haq is uh, our global news radio personal finance expert, and uh, we'll, we'll keep we'll we'll be talking about this a lot. I'm Alex Pearson, and this is Global News Radio.